0: on friday night i went to dinner with some parishioners and friends and there was a couple who told me that uh, they were on a big camping trip when 9 11 happened so they were in the woods protected by the trees they heard about it secondhand. they went i think to some restaurant or bar where there was a television on and they saw it briefly and went back camping so their experience of 9 11 was very different from the rest of ours they were sort of protected because they were in the woods and when they finally after weeks came home it was only then that they realized how much the rest of us had been traumatized by the whole experience somehow By being on a camping trip, by being in the woods, by being in nature, it hadn't hit them as hard. They were kept a bit safer from the rest of us who were exposed to the media and so many pictures of people jumping out of buildings and horror and death. And I think they were grateful. To have been protected in that way this passage from the book of genesis is one that has puzzled me for decades you know the hebrew was so vast each word meant so much that every time we translate we limit its meaning and one of the fascinating hebrew words to me is this word that's used to describe the serpent the serpent is the most shrewd or cunning of all the creatures in the garden of eden but what we don't know as english speakers is that after adam and eve have eaten the fruit they realize they're naked but it's the same word as the shrewdness or cunningness of the serpent so this was a really big word And it meant something like being exposed, knowing too much, seeing too much, seeing the brokenness of things, seeing our own brokenness. Maybe a good translation would be that that Adam and Eve felt exposed, just like the serpent was exposed to too much. When I was a kid every summer we would go to Salem my family reunion place I've mentioned it to you before and one of the wonderful traditions we had was when the kids are really little like babies 123. We just let them run around naked because it's outside it's in the woods and there's no one there but family and when does a kid ever have the opportunity to do that. So. I remember very well walking towards um, my oldest son, Luke, who is playing in a little kiddie pool, of course, buck naked with all of his cousins, and he sees me and he jumps out of the pool and just runs and gives me this huge hug. And I think, this is awesome. Well, the passage from Genesis begins in the cool evening And God is walking in the garden, and I bet that God was expecting Adam and Eve to run and hug God, like my son Luke did. I, I bet they were that joyful, just naked babies running around, you know, with no care in the world, and no shame, and no inhibition. And that was probably what happened almost every evening in the Garden of Eden. Lots of hugs and kisses and... Pure joy, pure innocence. But on this evening, God is walking in the garden and no one runs to God. And God says this question that sort of echoes through the millennia. It's so sad. God says, Where are you? Where is my love? And Adam says, I ran away and I hid in the trees because I was afraid. Because I was too exposed. Because I'm too cunning. I know too much. I see and I don't like. And I'm hiding now. I hide from you. I run away. I run away into the woods away from everything because all of a sudden you scare me and i've never been scared by you before sometimes i used to think to myself i wish that we had never left the garden of eden i wish we had never left that state where we were just joyful and didn't feel pain but then i think to myself no it's all worth it it's all worth it worth it that we see all this brokenness that we feel suffering because jesus would not have come if we hadn't had to leave if we hadn't run hidden jesus wouldn't have come to go find us like he finds the lost sheep he, we wouldn't have ever gotten to know him so it's good but it's so darn hard you know i imagine that jesus's mom and dad wanted to protect him i imagine they wanted to hide him away when they knew who he was maybe that's why we don't hear about him until he's 30. the teenagers in my youth group used to say that after jesus um, stayed in jerusalem and was talking with the priests in the temple that when mary and joseph found him they were really upset remember well everyone said maybe he was so grounded because you don't hear about him again till he's 30. maybe they kept him locked in the house kept him in hiding but in today's gospel jesus is exposing himself he's showing who he really is he's out there and he's doing these miracles and he's curing and he's teaching and he's expelling demons and people are flocking to him and it's so wild that he can't even eat or sleep there are so many people coming at him and his mother and his brothers and sisters i imagine by this time joseph has probably died because he was probably older so it's mary and brothers and sisters and they come and they say what's going on what are you doing come back and hide with us you're showing too much of yourself are you possessed or something do you have a demon come home come back be safe stop all this wild behavior stop acting so weird stop being yourself and Jesus says no My family is everyone." And Jesus knew what would happen to him when he exposed who he really was. He knew that if he didn't hide, if he told the truth, that eventually he would be killed. And he knew that he would hang there naked and exposed to the world in pain. And he knew. That when he came back again he would deliberately return not just as a perfectly made human being but he would return with his wounds and he would show his scars to the world and that's how they knew who he was not because he was all glossy and gorgeous and muscular and handsome like we like to just show him in pictures but he came back to us with blood hurt Broken and willing to let us see that. He never hid. And he calls us out of hiding. He says to each and every one of you. Here you are, faithful Episcopalians. Returning as a pandemic is lifting. Having the courage to come back to church. Here you are. Or you're watching online and he says to all of us don't be afraid to tell the truth about who you are it's time for us to not be shy as christians any longer most people are not going to church on sunday mornings anymore you are special you don't come here because it's the thing to do the way people did in decades past you come here because you believe in something, because you know that coming here will shape your life. And I want you to learn to tell your stories, and not just the good stuff. Tell people about your brokenness. Have the courage to be exposed, to say, I failed at this, I struggle with that. I have an eating disorder. I'm divorced. I'm an alcoholic. Whatever it is, tell the truth. Because in that way, God comes back to us. That's where we meet God. We meet God when we're truthful and honest. And when we don't hide, when we don't play it safe. God comes to us when we admit who we are, vulnerable, struggling, joyful, uncertain, alive. There is where we meet God. So please as this pandemic is lifting don't hide let's get out there and show them who we are amen